Welcome back to episode two of The Seven Bells, where we read chapter by chapter through the Old Kingdom series by Garth Nix. My name is Alex, and I have read the entire series and am smitten. I'm joined by my co-host, Zach. Hi, my name is Zach, and I've never read the series at all. Yeah. Um, other than what I've told him repeatedly to get him to read them, he has no knowledge up until this point. Correct. Yeah. Um, if you would like to read along, I highly recommend picking up a copy of it from either your local brick and mortar bookstore, uh, your local library, or if you must online, uh, the book we're currently in is the first book in the series, Sabriel. Um, titular. Tit- yes. <laughs> the titular <laughs> book, Sabriel. Uh, if you have thoughts regarding a past chapter or an upcoming chapter, please reach out to us at sowdylearn at gmail.com, uh, and we will look forward to hearing from you. Great. On today's episode, we'll be going over chapter two of Sabriel. Uh, to briefly recap our last episode, we meet Sabriel, a young woman at a finishing school just south of the border wall to the Old Kingdom, where magic is a reality. She gets an ominous visitor in the form of a creature from death to deliver her the tools her father, the Abhorsen, uses to bind the animated dead and lay them to rest. With this message, she knows she must travel to her birthplace, the old kingdom across the wall, and find her father who may be trapped in death. And so the mystery is afoot. Yes. We are a question. Yeah. Chapter one is basically, uh, uh, you know, hitting the ground running. Here's, uh, here's your goal. Here's your, your first mission yeah you know which i really like about the main quest has started yes immediately you know journey has started (laughs) okay so in chapter two chapter two opens um on a wonderful bit of world building we learn that the area near the border wall is a highly militarized zone with trenches concertina wire pillboxes designed to maintain control over the land in front of and behind the line formed by the Encelsiaran military. Yeah, think North Korea and uh, South Korea. Yes, yes. Um, basically, they want to prevent unauthorized travel going in both directions uh, from, you know, from the Old Kingdom or to the Old Kingdom. Um, but uh, anything strong enough in magic to cross the wall will be difficult to deal with. Um, so, you know, it could be, it could take the shape of a human. It could make itself invisible. Um, if it was strong enough, it could just like fuck shit up yeah, without a, really needing to do anything specific. It's a it's a gab, grab bag of chaotic magic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because the uh, magic, um, you know, makes things not necessarily work properly, um, all their explosives and munitions might not even... Help. Yeah. You could you could have a ghost out there and you're just pumping rounds into nothing. Right. Or even your gun would just like stop working. Or yeah. you're you know, you'd throw a bomb and it just wouldn't go off. So a lot of a lot of wiggity magic going around going on around. Yes, yes. Um so because of this, the soldiers in the perimeter garrison use a weird mix of uh, current day technology uh, of guns, explosives, and radio, and they also overlap with that medieval technology like chainmail, armor, helmets with neck and nose bridges, bayonets, spears, swords, shields, yeah, all that sort of stuff. It's so. a bit jarring at first as a first time reader to like, what time what are we? She got going? off a bus. There's guys with magic and swords, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just what the hell is going on? Yeah, but you know, it it is it, it's a good world being like you said. I'm really I'm into it. So yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm just gonna like gush about this book the entire time. It's going to be super annoying. Um, but <laughs> and I just, I'm gonna I, do my best to interrupt. <laughs> perfect. Um, I just love the world building uh, yeah. in this series in general, and even in chapters where um, 
like uh, we, you know, going forward, we might end up combining a couple of chapters together in one episode because there's not a lot of story that happens really in certain chapters. But then there's so much information that you're given, but it doesn't make a good synopsis. Yeah, you don't want to have a whole episode just done like, and then they climbed the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, neat. Yeah, this is a <laughs> well, that's good to good dud. to know. Yeah, but you don't want to pass that over because you could miss vital information. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so Sabriel arrives on a once daily tourist bus that brings people to see the wall, which um, the bus only works uh, most of the time uh, <laughs> if the wind is blowing from the north. Um, you know, it, I get it. it. I grew down. up in Detroit. I know how buses work. <laughs> uh, both the government and the army hate having tourists, uh, and there are, are no amenities within twenty miles of the wall for people. But I guess tourists are going to tourist, so they, yeah, they well, show I mean, up anyway. It's like those danger danger tourists, the people that go on and see, like you know, or go and see the DMZ between I was North just and South about Korea. To say, yeah, yeah go see the actual <laughs> those weirdos. <laughs> um, so being so close to the wall she can like feel the magic in the air like she can like, sense it she can sense it's like like the charge in the air before a thunderstorm mm. um because it's just so like i hate the word impregnated but it's like <laughs> the air is thick <laughs> thick thick and chowdery and that's thick with two c's people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chowdery. Uh, <laughs> so at this point we get our first look at the border wall which is a 40 foot high uh, quote crenellated unquote uh, stone wall out of the medieval period crenellated for those who don't have a thesaurus or a dictionary on hand when they're reading this and, and don't, don't really feel like hopping off out of the book to go to the google machine to look it up uh, crenellated is like when if you're looking at a like a chess piece you're looking at the castle mm-hmm. it's that little notched oh rim yeah, yeah, yeah right and in medieval times those were done that way so that you could fire arrows or crossbows out of the notch yeah. and still have cover to your immediate left and right yeah give you give the guy a chance to reload and pop out and, exactly yeah. it's it's a tactical uh architectural feature no that makes a lot of sense yeah neat <clears throat> but here we have this very medieval thing plopped down in what is seeming like a modern world. Um, that I have written down in the no, what sorry, we learned from yet. the chapter. Um, yeah, we'll get we'll get there. we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I had to move my notes. Okay. Um. Yeah, so the, the the crenellated wall looks like it's out of the uh, the medieval period, but it's absolutely pristine. You know, um, so there's no, it's not like a ruin. It is like a fucking medieval <laughs> moat wall. Yeah, like looks like they built it, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. recently. And it stretches from coast to coast. As you can see on the map, mm-hmm. um, there's the wall that goes literally all the way across the landmass. Um, so it's it's a quite a feat. Yeah. Uh, and if you're a magic user, you can see that the um, the charter marks move all over the surface of the wall. It's like this kind of swirling, writhing sort of look to it. But if you or I were standing there, it would just mm. look like a... To the untrained eye. To the eye. untrained eye. <laughs> this is a lump of coal. Uh, I don't want to disappoint you, Dad, but that's... Uh, you know what? Well, let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea, sonny. <laughs> Now, in Ancelstier at this time, it's fall, but in the Old Kingdom, it's midwinter, according to Sabriel's Almanac. And by what we see, um, it's as if a huge weather knife kind of cuts through the clouds uh, right at the wall. 
Mm. So it's like the walls, this barrier where, you know, on one side it's fall, on the other side it's winter. Yeah, it's got this weird, it's its own um, weather patterns, it seems. Yeah, yeah. And as we talked about in the first episode, um, it, you know, it, it kind of explores this idea of magic is, or at least the old kingdom is so different compared to the rest of the world that it operates under its own fundamental rules mm-hmm. of even celestial mechanics time and space mm-hmm. and weather obviously exactly neat um uh so it's snowing in the old kingdom so luckily she packed all of her uh skis and Which, her snowshoes and all this stuff i love this bit throughout the whole of chapter two of her just struggling with her skis yeah. and just <laughs> flopping around God, it is just so relatable and you know um as a as a kid that skied, you know, all the way through high school, I can definitely uh, sympathize with someone struggling like, to carry a bunch of shit. Yeah, because they're like four or more long, slippery, cumbersome, <laughs> heavy, heavy things that just with like boots. flop all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> it's the boots that get you because they'll slap you in the thigh and you'll fall uh, over. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, yeah. No wonder I don't like skiing. <laughs> <laughs> so she's feeling excited because this place feels more alive to her. Uh, and there's more freedom compared to her school. Yeah, coming from the college that she came from. Right. But she also uh, is a little afraid, and she has no idea what will be waiting for her and what she'll have to do to find her father. So mysteries. She's, mysteries. As she stops to read a warning sign about being shot without warning, should she try to <laughs> cross unauthorized, she's barked at by a soldier who Sabriel clocks as, <laughs> which I, I find this really funny, Quote, so clean, polished, and full of himself that Sabriel immediately cataloged him as some sort of natural bureaucrat currently disguised as a soldier, unquote. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty apt. <laughs> and I I know exactly the type of person. I was like, okay. We've all dealt with this type mm-hmm, of person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> he barks at her for her papers, and she uses a little bit of magic to pull out her documents. And, and God, like, wouldn't that be a lifesaver? <laughs> yeah, she's like, there you go. Um, <laughs> Just magical photoshopping and forging skills. Uh, right, right. You'd be unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, so she, she she magics out her documents from her from her inner pocket. Yeah, and he's she looking has to quickly like, sign over some paperwork in her jacket. Yeah, yeah. And he's like looking over and he's like no idea what he's looking at because she has like this um, Old Kingdom passport, yeah. which has a, it's like hand bound and it has a sketch instead of a <laughs> photograph, which is amazing. That is amazing. Um, yeah. But he's looking at like the Willy Walker golden ticket and he's like, like, yeah, this all I looks don't fine. Know what to do. I need an adult. And yes, after he defecated himself and we cleaned it all up, <laughs> we dealt with the paperwork. Exactly. Uh, so she's about to kind of like, she's really annoyed by this guy because he's just a dick. I can't understand why. Uh, right. And so she's going to try and like flick the papers out of his hand or like snatch them back. And so mm-hmm. she's like forming these kind of like little charter spells. Um, but apparently charter magic at the DMZ between Encelstier and the Old Kingdom is highly frowned upon. <laughs> Um, one might call it extremely unwelcome um, because she's immediately surrounded by swords and bayonet and charter spells as some of the other uh, soldiers are charter mages themselves um, because you need to be able to defend against magic when you're dealing with magic (laughs) Uh, so this is where we meet Colonel Horace uh, who after looking at her documents recognizes her as the daughter of the Abhorsen and immediately he kind of knows something is up as she has 
the sword and the bells. Yeah, all of her dad's stuff. All of her dad's shit. Uh, and he, he asked if the abhorsion is coming to meet her, and she deflects by asking him if he knew him. Like, oh, is your father coming to meet us? Oh, do you know him? Mm-hmm. Like, trying to, you know, Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, what do you know? <laughs> what do you know? Uh, Horace tells her about um, how he met him and how much of a help uh, her father had been over the years with all the dead stuff. Yeah. Um, Originally, the crossing point into the Old Kingdom was changed every several years um, until a couple decades before this point, some southern bureaucrat who didn't believe that magic was a thing decided that it was a waste of public funds to keep moving it. So there would be only one crossing point from that point forward. Um, But because of free magic Mm -hmm. and death here, things wouldn't stay dead. Soldiers would be killed and would show up the next day for duty. Uh, Creatures would would be killed and come back even stronger because they would just like, you know, go into death eat a couple souls, yeah. come back, like, mm, now I got my power bar. Uh, <laughs> you know? They get addicted to death, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And know? that and again goes to show you that bureaucracy ruins everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> bureaucracy fucking sucks. Um, their soldiers didn't have magic or aren't skilled enough in magic to just, like, kill things yeah. or to... They've got a simplistic they, form of magic. Yeah, and it's not their like they're not necromancers so they can't they don't have the tools or the skills to bind the dead or make something unalive they just can obliterate something's physical form <laughs> with like brute force spells yeah um yeah your classic firebolt and shit yeah so all these dead spirits would amass um i have in my notes um it was a fucking bummer <laughs> <laughs> man what a bummer uh, the soldiers had to be rotated out often um so that they could be sent back to bane which is way further south um, also on the map, uh, to recover from the horror show that is the DMZ. Mm. So they have... Um, they got to cycle know, soldiers out. Right, right. They got PTSD. They got, like, the, the undead, mutilated zombies of your friends Yeah, uh, showing up for work. Uh, it's a little disconcerting. That might, get, br- that might give you a little bit of concern, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> might make you not so good at your duties. <laughs> <laughs> you would think. Um What's funny is that uh, all of their issues were branded by headquarters as uh, mass hysteria. Oh, naturally. Um, you know, farther south. It's like, oh, why are all these guys being hysterical? <laughs> well, they've just got crazy pants. They need to calm down. <sighs> Have you tried not freaking out? <laughs> <laughs> so to, to deal with all of this, uh, the Abhorsen uh, came in to fix it by creating these things called wind flutes, which are like, um, they're described as hollow tree trunks that are inscribed with some really arcane charter marks that are the abhorsen specialty um yeah her dad is the one that set them up yes. we find out uh-huh. and he's yeah. created this whole barrier for them to basically help the soldiers and the army kind of keep shit contained mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least to a certain degree yeah they um you don't hear anything when the wind blows through them but apparently you hear it in death um and there's a lot of like um, as I mentioned last episode, there's a lot of uh, music magic, mm-hmm. um, whistling, clapping, bells. Yes, um, uh, Sabriel used it in the first chapter mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. Um, oh shoot, uh, to get to that uh, the messenger guy. Yes, the whatever it was. I don't think it's ever described. No, just the the Black blob, shape, the, the blob that had her dad's shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, you only hear the song of the wind flutes in death. Um, and it's some seriously large scale professional grade death magic, um, binding and enforcement of true death, next level shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, it took him several months, 
she learns from Horace. Uh, and in exchange, he got documents that would allow him free travel to and from the Old Kingdom Pretty sweet into Encelsior. So yeah. he's just like, I'll fix your problem because... It's kind of my job. <laughs> but what do I get in return, you hmm. say? You gotta wet the old whistle there. Yeah. Wet the whistle. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, Horace tells her um, that because they are so indebted to the Abhorson that she, his daughter, is an honored guest. Fair. Sabriel says, well, you might not like me much after what I have to tell you. <laughs> or in fancy book writing, I may be less humored and more reviled as a messenger of ill omen. Hey, dude, like... You're seriously going to be pissed at me when I tell you this shit, bro, but... <laughs> like, no, you have no idea. You, I gotta tell you, dude. She <laughs> uh, says, my father is missing and I have to go find him. And, and Horace uh, is all, damn, I was hoping that there was a better reason for you to have his sword. So um, not just visiting, huh? <laughs> and she says, uh, it's worse. He may be dead or trapped in death. Uh, and his magic here will stop working. All the dead here are bound to him and won't stay dead anymore. Bummer. End of chapter two. That is some intense shit. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, hey, thanks for that 20-minute story about how great my dad right? was and all the stuff he did for you that I am woefully underqualified to reperform. And don't forget By the way, it's going to stop working because he might be dead. <laughs> and if I fuck up, it'll really stop working. <laughs> exactly. So. No, it really is. It's, it is a classic uh, quest-building um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm log not log but uh um beat yeah beat of uh, we get in chapter one you get your quest in chapter two now you know how fucking important this quest (laughs) is because a lot of people die if you Mm, fuck up (laughs) exactly exactly and um and this you know isn't even the main crux of like the importance of the mission because no we're just getting started we're just getting started this is chapter two like there's going to be more shit to deal with um and it's just you know, it snowballs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, is... yeah. But uh, as for the this chapter, I really like it. I like the uh, characters introduced. I like the kind of, not boobish army, but they're kind of like, uh, maybe not the best guys for the job. They're, but... they're spread very thin. Yes, yes. And, and I... not they don't probably get the um, the support that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, and Well, they're um... a forgotten, not relic, but they're forgotten, like, and you guys take care of that yeah, type of thing. Yeah, you take care of that thing, because anyone who's farther, who's, you know, far enough south is just like, oh, yeah, that weird, uh, whatever. It's like yeah, the Bermuda just, Triangle or Area 51 or yeah, whatever. It's numbers like, on a page to them. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I like the characters were introduced. I like uh, Colonel Horse. He's kind of cool. Um, yeah, he, um... He, seem, he yeah. seems real down to earth and actually knows what's going on, so it makes you instantly respect, respect him. Yeah, yeah, he's not <laughs> like some bumbling asshole yeah. idiot. Uh, okay, so what we learn about the world from this chapter, which I have in my notes here, uh, we learn that not only magic can be carried on the wind, but that it is almost antithetical to manufactured goods and technology. So, bringing to what we said or mm-hmm. what i said earlier make shit not work that's me ma- that's like mechanical or so that's why the bus breaks down exactly uh, okay that makes a lot of sense yeah. um we get a bit more of a time era for Ancelstier. i personally gather it and i think i've read this somewhere as well that it's around like world war one era technology interesting okay um so you have you have cars you have guns you have some modern technology you even have rudimentary airplanes at that point but mm-hmm. still. yeah but <laughs> um uh we learn that death and free magic which is capitalized free magic mm-hmm. uh can weaken the boundary between life and death so that the dead can more easily travel the wrong way i see 
Um, Sabriel can sense dead things around her as she can travel between the realms. We, um, I am, I get from this chapter that we're meant to assume that this is hereditary. Like it's just kind of an ability she has. Naturally born with a, mm-hmm. a heightened sense uh, to sense these things. Yeah. And and we get a little bit more of a understanding of the role of the Abhorsen and kind of how, you know, what his job actually entails a little bit more. Yeah, be- as, beyond being her dad. Like, oh, there's a dead thing. Get it. He's like, oh, no, here's a, a weakness in the fabric of space time that leads to a hell dimension. Uh, we need you to do some arcane uh, varsity level shit. Right. He, uh, he goes from a ghost dog catcher to man that holds wolf the, hunter. Yeah. Man that holds fabric of the living world. Together. Yeah. It's 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 interesting. You learn just how important the task that uh, Sabriel's been given is, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it just kind of it lays it out in a nice, easy to digest way, and yeah. it doesn't feel like it's smashing you in the face with it. Like, look how cool that Horson is, and look at all the shit he did. And it's like, oh yeah, he did that. <laughs> yeah, and again, that's something I really like about the way Garth Nix writes. You know, at least in this series, that it's not like. So there's the vampires, and each of them has, like, a magical power that's amazing, and some of them can shapeshift into Look dragons. and cool they are. And they all wear leather jackets. You're right, yeah, they're all smoking, wearing leather jackets. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, at this point, I'd like to turn it over to Zach and uh, see what he thinks of the chapter on a scale of one to seven. On a scale to one to seven, I'd give this chapter a seven out of seven. This, you would. I loved this chapter. I loved the world building. I loved the bit with the skis. It, it, <laughs> I, it's not often you legitimately, especially in fantasy, it's not often you find a humorous moment or a moment to even get a laugh in these mm-hmm. books. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I... Th- Fucking A, I get it. <laughs> and I, I really well, appreciate that. that relatable? It sure is. And um, yeah, and like you said, the world building, uh, Nyx continues to build a solid world. And yeah, I, I have no notes, <laughs> which unfortunately doesn't make for that interesting of a... <laughs> That's fine. Um, I'll find yeah, other I, things to shit on. In, in, I just also appreciate how... He doesn't lay it on super thick with the mystery of what the old kingdom is like once you cross the wall, mm. um, but you get enough weird stuff it, 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 that you're like, okay, it's a completely different place mm-hmm. on the other side of the wall. Yeah. And it's not like Narnia, you know, it doesn't, <laughs> you don't get that no, sense it, from it. They're like, oh, um, if we had nukes, we'd use them. Type of like we are so militarized here that like you know it's so, it's so dire at this yeah, point where the much. you know where we cross the wall that's like I mean we're, we're at the end of uh, I, I assume we're gonna find out how long but I'm assuming hundreds of years of conflict at this point and um I as far as I know and I don't think this is a spoiler hmm. I don't think there's a history of conflict necessarily between the old kingdom and Encelstier. Oh, okay. Um, but it's it's kind of contentious because you know, being so fundamentally different in terms mm-hmm. of just physics, like... 
I the mean, fact that like magic or at least a system of magic exists in was, one part of the world and then doesn't say, in another it's hard to relate when yeah one person can create things out of thin air and well i've got a i've got a machine gun yeah that doesn't work <laughs> that doesn't work <laughs> yeah no it's it's an interesting juxtaposition of these two societies mm-hmm. or i mean that might be one society but different type parts of the world mm-hmm. yeah 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 but Indeed. yeah uh Seven out of seven. This uh, this was a great chapter, and I really enjoyed. Like it, it's just sucked me in more. And if we weren't doing this chapter by chapter, I would have kept like, you know, bull rushed on through uh, into the <laughs> and kept reading. Right, which is you know, it's a well, it's a test think of, of it the- like edging. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't want to we don't want to get where we're going too fast. We want to slow down we'll enjoy and enjoy it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, be like Sting when you're reading Sabrina. <laughs> you know, sometimes when I'm reading a book, I'll read up until like the second to last chapter. I'm almost finished. And then I'll start back at the beginning. <laughs> and I'll read up until like maybe the fourth or fifth to last chapter. And then I'll start back at the beginning. You know, just so I really enjoy it. <laughs> I've killed Zach. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you all so much for tuning in uh, to the Seven Bells podcast. Um, It means a lot that um, you're sharing this book with us. Um, And please feel free to get a copy from your library, as I said at the beginning. Clearly, we're having a lot of fun recording it. um. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And if you get uh, your hands on a copy of the Tim Curry uh, audiobook, It Is a Treat, please do so. Bonnie! Bonnie! Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah. Um, So... um, if you want to reach out, as I said at the beginning, you can send your emails, questions, thoughts, concerns, complaints, comments, dreams you've had um, to <laughs> so wdylearn at gmail.com. Our Instagram is um, for that. Um, our flagship podcast is uh, so wdylearnpod. Our Twitter is the same. Um, please rate and review the seven bells. And if you want our flagship podcast, so what did you learn uh, on iTunes? And you can find um, our shows. Um, on most, if not all, of the major podcasting platforms. Yeah, and if we're not on a platform, let us know, and we'll make sure that we're on that one that you like. Yes. Make it easy as we can to get our voices in your ears. <laughs> yes. <coughs> you want my voice in your ear holes. <laughs> and on that creepy note, uh, you can follow yeah. me at Zach Kowalski, all one word, on Twitter. Um, and I think that's gonna do it for us today yeah, anything I else th- my instagram i do artwork um my instagram is paper art by alex on uh instagram um and, check it out it's uh, really cool yeah i yeah. guess we'll see you next chapter sounds great bye 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 everybody we love you <laughs>